Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. And you already know it's all about how you get out of bed. Good morning, guys. Good afternoon. Uh, it is afternoon. And I've been trying to figure out, because I wanted to go live on the Buzz with a Bastion podcast, but I know there are those that are still following us on the How to Get Out of Bed. And I really still want How to Get Out of Bed just to be a daily. So let's try to get in at least a good 15 minutes of a journaling moment for those of you that throw back the covers. And I know some of y'all are not there. Some of y'all already been up and dressed and gone to church. The rest of us, we're still trying to throw back these covers, honey, and get the day started. So I just want to talk a little bit. And I'm missing a piece on the news there. Um, let me see here. And it is the new, it's the news hour here where I am. And for those of you that's going to catch this in a podcast format, uh, we do record them live on our Dryer Bus page. And also, listen, if you just go to DryerBus.com, and that's just a landing page right now. It's got a little bit of, a couple of links on there. But it, you can subscribe to our email. Um, everything right now we have is coming to you via email, unless you are following us on any of these many social media platforms. There's so many platforms now that you have to be on and you have to have content. But if you get bewildered like oh my god there's something over here there's something over there listen it's all at dryerbuzz.com you'll figure out where to go that's always a great starting place and then you decide you decide where it is you want to follow i'm going to bring up the comments so that i can see you got to leave a comment because i'm actually on another platform so if you react or leave a comment then i'll know that i have your ear But what we do is we start each day, try to start with a blank page. And I usually try to start having, having been quiet for a minute, did a little bit of meditating, some down, deep down prayer, uh, some thankfulness some gratitude that we do have another day together. And uh, yesterday, y'all, I went along, yesterday was one of those days, I'm going with my gut. I'm going with my gut. And my gut told me uh, not to jump out there on that road. And um, unfortunately, that was a horrific accident, um, in my neighborhood at intersection that I crossed through so many times during the day. And I had this, uh, epiphany, uh, yesterday it was like, uh, go sit down somewhere, go chill, go have a lunch. I wanted to go to a particular restaurant because, uh, I'm in a group, um, called women of Douglasville and they're one of the restaurant owners, the wife of one of the restaurant owners has shared a story about her husband had done something really kind to a traveling family that had, had some uh, car trouble and they were stuck in the area for uh, a while while these repairs are made or whatever. And her husband decided to feed the family or somebody had given the somebody gave the family some money to go and eat and told them to go eat at the place. And he told them, keep keep your money. Y'all, you're going to need that. He he fed them. And I said, you know what? And I have been looking for, and I'm going to try and grab my juice here. You know, I need to have something to drink nearby. And uh, I said, you know what? I'm going to go. We were in another discussion. This is how the whole full circle thing works. We were in another discussion about another establishment. And we were talking about just really trying to find some good vegetables, not because I'm vegan or anything like that, but just, you know, trying to get a good rounded meal. And I said, you know, there's this one place, um, everybody is like, it's been around. It's a big chain. It's been around. I don't know if it's a big chain still, but it's been around forever. And I said, you know what? I have to go there a couple of times. And, um, 
I said, people, uh, they always seem to be shocked by customers. So somebody recommended this restaurant and I heard the name again. I said, oh, that's the same one. I got a cough, guys. Nice dump button. Uh, I said, yeah, I, I was reading. I said, um, his wife is a member of the women's Facebook group that I'm in. And she was telling this story. So, you know, things when you start hearing things in cycles and it's being reiterated or you hear it a couple times, mainly three or four. And I said, yeah, it's the same place. I said, well, you know what? I, I want some great vegetables. I would love to go and for them to that whole Pay it back, pay it forward thing. I said, I'm going to go by there and get me a vegetable plate. So I went by, um, and they were, and actually, as, well, I passed by a couple of times. I saw the guy standing outside, and I said, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go there. And y'all, I went there. Let me tell y'all, first of all, anybody that knows me, and not very, not very many people know me, like know me, know me, but I love lima beans. I could live off of, my kids can't stand it, it when I cook lima beans. In fact, I cook the lima beans and I have them all to myself. Unless they, you know how kids are, they see you like enjoying something truly. And so they, you know, when they see me like enjoying, enjoying, enjoying my lima beans and they want some and I, and, and I usually don't cook a lot because <laughs> they don't really eat them like I eat them. And so I went uh, by this place to get a vegetable plate and they had a great vegetable plate. And guess what, y'all? They give you cornbread to munch on um, while you wait for your food. So I went by, and I they had lima beans. I had lima beans. I had cabbage. I had mac and cheese and cornbread. And, uh, of course, a big old soda, which I, y'all, I'm so wrong for this soda, right? Let's see. Blessing to you. Hey, Ice. And so um, I had this great vegetable plate. I got a chance to pay it back what they paid for. And I thought that was just absolutely awesome and amazing. But... The thing about it is I was getting ready to hit the road and my gut was telling me, you know, you've been going so hard the last couple of days. Just chill. Just, just chill. It's nothing wrong. You go and sit and just have a, just have a meal. Right. Because when we're busy people like that, when we're, when you are con guilt conscious, like I know there's something else I need to be doing. Yeah. I need to always be working always me on the grind. There's something going to come this, that, the other, you know, we just never give and allow ourselves to just chill. And sometimes we chill too much at the wrong time, but my gut kept saying, don't, mm, don't drive right now. Don't drive right now. And so I went and I sat and had a meal. Now where I sat and had a meal, talk about full circle, right, right around the corner from there. Um, my cousin lives and I'm like, you know what? I should just go by. And I was like, Oh, I didn't call it. They got a lot going on. I'm pretty sure they're out, you know, on Saturday doing the Saturday things. You know, her kids were acting. I'm like, wait a minute. Her kids graduated, you know. So, and then and getting ready to go back to college. So, they're probably, you know, chilling or whatever. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to go, you know. And I was like, no. And then that voice, that gut said, no, just go. Girl, that's family. Just go. Just roll up. And I rolled up and lo and behold, they're looking at me like, you didn't get the message? You know, we're grilling out today. And I'm like, well, no, I didn't get the, I didn't get the message. I didn't get the memo. And so, lo and behold, here comes all of family. Um, my cousin was having his annual back to school, even though his kids have graduated. Um, it's, well, they were going back to college. So, and one, he's got one going off to college. Well, she, he, she, They've got one going off to college, but he loves to do these, uh, loves just for us to come over and enjoy the backyard. He always does the, like crab boiling and grilling and different things like that. So lo and behold, I, I'm like, I was really almost about to miss uh, this great moment. So 
as I take a sip here. Um, so I got a chance to see some family before I did actually get out and get back on the grind. But I want to talk about the gut, you know, our, that gut feeling of something telling me because had I not gone, number one, that direction, there was a fatal accident in my neighborhood on the road that I live on, on the road that I live. And had I not had that, oh, let me detour and go over here on this road, have lunch, and then still, let me go run by the house, let me go do this. No, go go by your cousins, go sit, go chill. I don't know. It was a horrendous accident on the road that I live. And mind you, I had no knowledge of this until I got home way early in the hours of the morning and I'm looking at social media. And that was another thing too. I was off um, the grid kind of yesterday, right? Because I just went, oh, I'm still on checking stuff, you know, but hanging out with family and then going on and getting on, on the ground. I didn't know how I ended up getting on the ground. Cause I think by the time I headed out, and got started, it was pretty much late in the day, you know, but that would not, had I not given into this larger voice, this larger direction, this larger uh, gut feeling to just chill for a minute, you know, how and when do you know to listen to that? How and when do you know to give into that? How and when do you know that it's truly, as a matter of fact, I'm going to tell you how you know, go back. There was a podcast and I specifically asked, um, Angela, who I podcast with on Tuesdays on our leading women podcast, but we didn't discuss it on that podcast. We actually discussed it in a social media post and I asked, cause I was having one of those days. It's like, how do I know if this is my anxiety or depression or it's a true intuition or a true gut feeling divine intervention, right? How do you know when it's really that and you're not, well, I think what I asked was, how do I, how do I know if it's intuition or gut feeling or just procrastination? Like yesterday, not knowing that I was being divinely intervened in a detour, how I, I, in my thought process was I am procrastinating. I should go ahead and get on this ground right now. Who am I to not go get on the ground right now? Who am I to say, oh, just take an hour or two and go and eat? Who am I to say, let me just go hang out? You know, um, because I, I carry a lot of guilt for that because you always feel like you're not at the place you ought to be in life because of social media. You know, we're looking at, you know, well, this, you know, people think you should be there and they think you should have this. And like, to hell with all of that. Where do you need to be? What do you, what are you supposed to be? And I needed some rest. I needed to stop for a moment. I needed to just, chill and to tell myself it's not procrastination. It's not, you know, we punish ourselves so hard. Uh, You can say, I don't care who's out there saying what about me. It is far less worse than probably what I say about myself, what I say in my own head, how I stop my, what I stop myself from doing, right? That voice it is like, I can't even hear what you're saying. I can't even hear that you might be talking about this and talking about that because it is drowned out by what's going on in my own head, right? And people ask about, you know, haters and all that. I don't even have time because honey, I, I spend too much time going I I go at Yolanda more than anybody. I go at Dryer Buzz more than anybody, right? I don't even have time. Like, oh, people think this? I didn't know. 
Because I'm over here dealing with what I think and what my thoughts are. And I know that there are other people that are doing the same thing. Because I very soon will learn, and you'll very soon learn, that a lot of what we are doing and are not doing is simply because of what we subscribe to and what we believe in. And we just need to stop subscribing to all of that. You know, I sat there questioning whether or not I could go and visit just go show up the family when in actuality I had been, I had already been invited and didn't even know it simply because I'm not checking the proper channels, right? We're looking at the wrong channel. People. I haven't written down a doggone thing. Uh, let me up. And I just spilled my, I just spilled my soda. And luckily for me, I have one of those, um, what do you call it? Where the waterproof and then our towel right here and only a sip spilled. So let me get that up. But let me, um, let me just write down gut, you know, gut. What did I say? I also said procrastination. I have to kind of be silent and try to spell y'all. And then Isis said, how, how your higher power knows you have gifts to give. Start with yourself. Start giving to yourself. Divine intervention. Let me write that down. Because, you know, there's a lot of divine intervention. And you know what? You hate to say it because... I just said it was a horrific accident. And I don't want to say that it's something should have happened. I pray to, I wish to God that had not happened at all. And uh, there were some people that were harmed. It was a fatality, right? And it was so horrific. And, and one of the reasons I'm so glad I was off social media because we post too fast. People were posting pictures of it. You know, everybody, people want to go live on different things like that. And I'm a blogger. And, 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 and in many instances, I have gone live in certain situations, but I'm always mindful as to what I am showing. If you're going on the scene, it's, it's okay to post that there are some first responders, but you need to have your lens on the first responder. The fire truck is putting, putting the picture on the fire truck is going to get as much reactions. Please do not post the actual scenes. We just had that situation, not that particular switch happened, but we had, uh, my daughter's boyfriend was in a horrific accident. Uh, God be the glory. He's still walking around here, but he was pinned in his truck. Uh, horrific accident had to be cut out of the truck. And my daughter went looking for him because he she was expecting him and he had not arrived and came across the accident scene. And so dealing with that in fact, we dealt with that just last Sunday and to be able to this Sunday to say, y'all, that was like an absolute miracle in our lives. And so, you know, people out there praying for people. Okay. Prayer. Let me talk about that. People are out there praying for people. And not always is the prayer going to come out the way you want it to be, you know, but know that people are praying for people. Bet you may not realize that you were a blessing. You were a blessing to someone at your cousin's house. You know what? And they were. it was a blessing to me. It was a blessing to me. In fact, she and I, before I went live on the podcast, she and I were, were texting in, in, a, in, in absolute agreeance at, because it was interesting that coincidentally we ended up in the same neighborhood. I was working out here and looking out here. She brought me out. He says, I'm looking, looking at, and we ended up like, girl, wait a minute. I'm looking in the same place. And I think we moved within weeks, if not months. Um, both of us 
closed on our houses out here. And it was like, wow. And not only that, there, there was this thing because we went to one side of town where the rest of the family is on another side of town. And there's all this distance in between us, uh, both mentally and physically. Uh, and so when we get together, you know, we get a chance to come back and you don't realize, even with social media where you see each other's posts and things like that, there's nothing like being in a room together. There's nothing like laughing and talking. And, and, you know, we got some things going on in the family where the laughter is a little, is a little different right now. You know, there's some things, I mean, we've had some, some pain, some painful moments um, with some loss and, and, and different health things that are going on and so forth. But still, and then too, you know, the frustration, because sometimes good, sometimes good things happening. Not always is this frustration come from bad things. You know, frustration can come from good things. You know, everybody's kids are grown. You know, kids are the last, the youngest are going off to college, finishing up school. You know, uh, the oldest, you know, getting ready to become, you know, the grandparent things are going on. So while we think that um, we're hampered by bad things always, not always. It sometimes it could be, it, you know, you might have, I like, there's a lot of things that I missed out on because, hell, I just finished raising four kids and getting them through their school and ambition and on their paths and all that kind of stuff and miss and miss some other things. And, like, you know, and then there's some things that are going on in the family, like, whoa, I don't know anything about this, that, and the other, you know. All of that, but to say this, that family is what it is, and just hope to God and be thankful that you do have those moments where you could come back together. You know, like I, when I think about my mother and I, you know, the time, that, the four years that we spent uh, dealing with her health issues were really the four years that brought the most closeness that we had ever seen over a lifetime. You know, but yet in the same, you know, there are people like, wait, I didn't know this was, and I didn't know that, and it happens. It happens. But, you know, just if you're going to pray about anything, and I mean, don't pray for procrastination. Pray that you just have time. Pray that you have time to become aware. Pray that you have time to, um, to figure it out, you know. And, and I know, in fact, let me tell you, yes, it was a blessing because my cousin and I, it's so funny. It's so funny. And I, and I remember driving up to her house, I was qualifying our relationship. And I was like, wow, you know, this is good. This is, this is a good thing that, that she, and, she and I have something unique. We have something unique. And uh, so she and I were sitting on her steps in, you know, a, a whole, whole house, Three floors, okay, basement floor, main floor, top floor. She and I was literally sitting on her steps to go up, that go upstairs. And because I sat there, I, I don't even know if I was getting ready to go. I don't, I hadn't even decided that I was going to full on um, stay. You know, I didn't even know all this stuff. I'm still trying to figure out like what's going on. And she, th- and she thinks I've arrived because I know about the cookout, right? And I don't know about the cookout. I just like, I'm out in the neighborhood. I'm, I just stopped by to see her and to see my aunt, you know. And uh, I don't even know that the kids are not even in school yet. The school hasn't started. I'm figuring this out. But she and I were sitting, I, I sat on the steps because I was like, girl, I'm not walking. I had just come down from, down the steps from going upstairs to visit with my aunt for a little bit. And I, I already told, I told my aunt, I said, okay, I'm going to get ready to go. I got I to gotta hit the road. I got to hit the road. And um, I 
sat on, I came downstairs, which, you know, of course, at my age, like, whoa, that's a lot of stairs, right? Uh, you have a huge blessing therapy session. Blessing to you. Thank you. So I sat on the steps. So my cousin came. She was standing there. We were talking because I was literally getting ready to walk out the door. And so she came and sat on the steps with me. And we had our little powwow. Girl, what's going on with you? Girl, what's going on with you? You know, and we were just talking. So and she was a blessing to me because... I was talking about, man, I've got to, you know, I've got to do a resume. I've got to, and I, I haven't, I haven't thought about, you know, a job and I've thought about it, but I'm like, you know what? I think it's, I think it's time I, I, I head back to the workforce, you know? And I said, but I got to craft this resume. And I was talking to her about some people, you know, some of the people we know that I've talked to and then I've kind of been fielding it, putting it out there, trying to see, you know, what's going on. <laughs> Somebody said evangelist, you know, kind of what's going on. And, uh, and we were just talking. And so she was a, a blessing to me. And she was, you know, cause sometimes you need what somebody tell you what that outside view is. And she says, well, listen here, this is what I see. And, and, and you have to be open to it. You have to listen to it. You know, whether it is or isn't, you know, you've got to listen to it because that's what, that's what she sees. And so it was very helpful for that and, uh, and helpful in what I'm getting ready to do. And then next thing you know, I'm like, okay, I'm not leaving. Wait, wait, what's going on? And my cousin's like, well, you know, uh, her husband came and he's like, well, you know, I'm grilling and this is the back to school day. And I'm like, no. And so we ended up, so I ended up staying, uh, as family arrived to say hello to everybody. But I still once it, you know, it was getting ready to get dark. So I was like, I do, I do need to get, out on the ground because what I don't want to do tomorrow is wishing that I had done a little bit of grinding to you know yesterday. That's my main thing. I don't want to get to tomorrow wishing I had done something yesterday. Write that down. Tomorrow, I'm gonna write that down. And yesterday, okay. And so as I sit here, yesterday I satisfied you know my grind quota. I got a chance to uh, chill with family. Even this morning, she said, you know, I wish you'd have stayed a little bit longer and so forth. And I wish I had, but you know what? Had I stayed a little bit longer, I might not have, I might not have left in, with what I left with and had the time to think about what I had just experienced. The experience could have gone a whole nother way. You got to let things happen in the divine order. If we want to talk about that divine order, which is supposed to happen, right? Because, you know, maybe if I stayed, there might have been a misunderstanding. People have uh, become too comfortable isolating. Oh, isolation. I'm going to talk about that. Because uh, this morning, before going live, one of the reasons I'm going live at this point was I watched uh, the, the NABJ is going on. NABJ is the National Association of Black Journalists. They have an annual convention. And I was watching some of the highlights from that. And I've, I've I've never gone to this, but um, I've, as far as press goes, because being a blogger, um, you toe the line of being press. And so because of how I operate and those that I know, I know a lot of people in the industry and, 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 and I've had some crossover into that industry as well. So I was watching this morning, Tamara Hall, thanks for the segue because I really want to talk about that. Uh, Tamara Hall did an interview, did a one-on-one uh, -on -one talking about her journey and her journey has been an interesting one to watch. Um, as self-described, she is a woman that's been fired from everywhere. Um, but yet, you know, always seems secure. Okay. Both, uh, uh, mentally and, and physically, financially. 
Um, because she has some really good kind of after watching this, I really come to realize she has some really good negotiating skills, and that's what women need to learn. Women, in particularly, and minorities, um, we just got to learn. And so, my takeaway from watching her this morning was how much, not necessarily how much, uh, not all how much money, definitely how much money, um, uh, how much, how much they're paying. But she said something about being in being a black person, a minority, a woman. In a black woman uh, in in that particular industry, and pretty much it lends itself to all industry. There's either here's where we are if you're in America, or and, it, and I'm pretty sure it goes for any country because you know what I know America's going through their thing with the with immigrants and so forth. But there's nobody really outside of Native Americans that are germane to this area. Everybody came here from somewhere. Every everybody, and you know, yeah, there might have been some here longer than others. Some here. Um, don't want others here and all that kind of stuff. Don't want others to have the same opportunities that they have. And, and that's neither here nor there. Um, it, it's still here because what people face and I'm facing and I'll probably face as I craft this resume and decide to go back into, uh, be it a career or the workforce or some kind of change that's now being predicated upon my life, uh, and my livelihood, um, there's either, you either have to assimilate or isolate, right? Now I have lived in, in a sense of isolation, meaning that I said to hell with it. Okay. I've got some different, a different set of priorities and the workforce does not, is not supporting those priorities right now, at least as far as, because my, how much is how much do I get to be myself? And because my, how much is how much do I get to be myself? I am often, so very often, each and every day, all day, uh, hearing the word no, told the word no, right, when it comes to associations and collaborations and so forth. So I oftentimes have to toe the line alone. There are those that want to ride with me, want to ride beside, there are those looking in and all that kind of stuff. But I can't tell you how many people that come up to me, literally walk up to me and say, I love what you're saying, wish I could say it, wish I could like it, wish I could follow, wish I could subscribe, wish I could buy your book, wish I could do this and the other, but just can't be seen with it, right? Can't be seen with truth. You know, there are certain people, their livelihood does not uh, allow for any truth, honesty, and certainly not transparency. And I understand that. But for my own sanity, I have to have it. Now, I come Monday, which is actually 24 hours from now, I am going to be um, making the pitch that I re-enter the workforce. And my how much is, and what I like that Tamron said, is that over the years on her journey, uh, she has had to face the decisions of either assimilation or isolation, right? And those who who want uh, autonomy, right? Those who want pretty much the check or to secure the bag, there's going to be some form of assimilation. Because in the confines of which we live within this country and how uh, industry, commerce, industry, certain particular industries are built, uh, it requires a great bit of assimilation simply because of who the top customer of the economy is, right? And that top customer in all places... Forget those wish I could, folks. The top customer in 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 the in that in in journalism is white males. Okay, 
Now, yeah, there are other segments. There are other boxes you can check. There are other genres. There are other demographics, right? But in media, and anybody that wants to exist in media, like say, for instance, I'm doing a How to Get Out of Bed podcast, I'm probably not appealing to the demographic of white males, you know? So if I wanted to do anything with this podcast other than just put it out there, uh, I would have to check a box. I would, if I was to truly pitch it, which I have to some degree, or, or I will coming up this fall, um, when great, during the great budget season, right? I would have to say who, 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 who necessarily would listen to this. And it's probably not going to be white males, particularly for the simple fact that one, I'm female, right? Uh, I don't, and I don't even know that's first because I mean, it's a podcast, you know? So I don't know how quickly black comes into that. Right. I don't know because I mean, first and foremost, it is, but just a title. And then, you know, unless they, unless they see it online, they see my face, which you're going to see is black, right? Or brown, beautiful brown, beautiful. You know, I'm just, I, what, what does Lizzo says? I, t- I took a DNA test. It turns out I am 100% that bitch. I'm just saying. That's the lyrics of the song, y'all. And I, and I don't mean to offend anybody. And there should never be anybody listening to a podcast without headsets, okay? Any podcast, because podcasts uh, do take certain liberties. And uh, so let me write that down. Assimilation, isolation, because I'm going to get to another word. Assimilation or isolation. Because you know what? And in, in O-L-A-T-I-O-E, I'm trying to write. Okay, there's a third. There's a third. And I, I just it just slipped me when I was getting ready to say it. Uh, assimilation, isolation. Oh, my God. There was a third one that I, that where I know that I am. And it slipped my mind when I was trying to spell and write, because you guys know I'm trying to do a word cloud and write in the journal as I do this. But there's assimilation, isolation, and then there's, oh my God, there's another one, which is where I am, and I, I can't think of it. It'll come back to me. But that's where, um, unfortunately, we have to figure out where you're going to be in this thing, and, and that's where it is. They have always been the type. You know, and it's, it, but when you get down to the numbers of it, the entitlement is there, but you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. The entitlement is not the majority. It's not the majority because when you do a deep dive, and I'm that person, I've been able to ask the questions. I've been able to ask, hey, guys, what is this? What is this? You know, and I've been able to have this conversation with men in particular because of the, the strong. Now, Dryer Buzz does have pretty much a, a ha- half of my followers are men, right? And there's some white men mixed in there, right? And, and, and I swear to you, okay, the dem- my demographics are that they do skew, depending on the topic, they do skew more male. Look at look at my, go over to Dryer Buzz, look at the comments, right? Some of the very first ones to like the post. Some of the very first ones to actually write for, in fact, more men, more men have collaborated with me in writing and developing content for Dryer Buzz than women. And I'm talking from day one, more men, Right. Um, the, the very essence of how Dryer Buzz is published came from a man calling me from Arizona. I don't know who he was to this day. Um, when I stepped on the red carpet, you know, there was a man that stepped up to me and said, hey, listen, let me, let me show you how this is done, right? Come, un- took me under his wings, right? He was a, a veteran, veteran on the red carpet. And, 
and mind you, I was on the red carpet because of a woman who mentored me and so forth and so on. So the question is, uh, oh, covering. That's the other thing. Covering, covering. That's what it boils down to. There was a book I came across a couple of years ago uh, written by Kenji Yoshino. And, and he talks about, um, it from, talks about what we face as far as assimilation or isolation as it relates to minorities, uh, however you want to, however you identify that a lot of the problems that we do have, we have to, at, before, before we can, uh, at, even at the same time as dealing with them on a larger scale, there are things that we have to discuss within each of those segments, within each of those boxes or places that we, we carve, either we carve out for ourselves if you're doing isolation, or those boxes you have to fit in if you're doing assimilation. There's still a bit of covering, and by covering he meant uh, uh, disfavoring, no, what was it? Um, downplaying the least favorite trait, right? So say, for instance, if I came on here and I never said the fact that I was a woman or that I was a minority or that I was African-American or black, right? If I came on here and I said, oh, this, you know, if I didn't put my picture on and I just went with how to get out of bed and hope that you wouldn't notice the dialect by which I speak or the oftentimes I I give to you my the sense of not the, the actuality in my dialect, which is called final consonant deletion, because you never hear me say the final T's or the final consonant in things. And I, I'm trying to be more mindful of that in a podcast arena, right? So there's this thing called covering, whereas when I even when I was listening to Tamron Hall, who's she has a show, and let me not uh, omit that she has a a daytime talk show coming on September 9th, 9-9-19. Everybody put that in your memory. 9-9-19. And there's a lot of weight on this show. A black female coming back to daytime TV, right? Okay. And on the ABC networks uh, produced by, uh, coming out with, in association with Disney. At a time when we're having trouble with Disney. Uh, and always have and always will. All men have never experienced a sense of entitlement. No. And that's the thing about it it, it is because when you talk to men and we had a, I had a particular, first of all, I started with men, which is why I have a male following is I started by having a luncheon each month and not even a month. I think, um, periodically quarterly, we, I would have a luncheon for men and, and then we went on and started doing one for women. But also in everything that I've done on whatever channel I've been on, I would always specifically, and I think at this point right now is the only time that I don't have something specifically uh, for men. And and I don't know why, because we have hashtag language of men. Um, But this is probably the only time I don't have anything specifically. And it's probably because it's summertime. And I always, during the summer, try to regain or maintain the connection to women and the connection to the salons and so forth. But um, I always, when you talk with men, I had a breakfast. At one of the breakfasts that, well, two of them uh, that we did, when we did our series Breakfast with Dryer Buzz, uh, we did a nine-month nine-month series of Breakfast with Dryer Buzz, and I had one. We specifically asked men about their entitlement, and I don't think I ever had, I think on, on one of the live streams, I had a white male on. He was like, he probably was like, whoa, what is this? 
Um, but then at the breakfast, I remember inviting him back for breakfast and I, he was, I don't think he was like, I don't have time. But anyway, um, but I did have one with men and of course it ended up being a, a twice a black male. No, wait a minute. That's right. I, I guess if I can throw Dan in there for some diversity, even though Dan, Dan's uh, family, Dan's has a mixed family. Um, but I asked men specifically in the company of women with all these women staring at them. And, and I don't, and, and I, and I got to say they were very truthful, honest and transparent. And we talked about that entitlement. I know you're going to say, well, black men don't have that sense of entitlement, but they do. They do. And they, they speak to us often about how they think that we as women, black women have some other kind of edge. And we're like, well, no, you know, everybody's out here thinking everybody's got this kind of entitlement, but I've had the opportunity to watch from, from all sides, um, because of who I am and how I interject myself into scenarios and who I am and speaking my truth and asking questions. A lot of times we speaking truth. It, it, it starts with an ask, like asking like what's going on here. And I've been in the room and I've been at the table. I mean, I've been at the table with world leaders from world leaders to men in to literally at the table with current federal penitentiary inmates and asking them, you know, what is this thing that y'all have that women don't have this, the art of negotiation. I want to say the art of the deal, but we don't want to say that, but the this art of negotiation, this, this opportunity, this disability to speak up in all forms. You know, I'm sitting there with men who are currently serving in the Atlanta federal penitentiary. I'm literally inside the Atlanta federal penitentiary sitting in, in, with, with hundreds of men. And I can't remember how many was in this room. Uh, staring at me thinking, you know, we're going to, we're, we're having this dialogue and it's like me and some protection in them. And we're having this dialogue and, and still we talk, there was a sense of entitlement with them. You know, there was a sense of entitlement and, 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 and I went in there, they, I was invited to speak. And again, when you invite me to speak, I'm coming with questions. I'm like, I need to know, like, how is it all of y'all are sitting here having done uh, you know, all of them, of course, say, well, you know, I, I did some things. I'm, I'm, that's not why I'm in here. I'm in here for something else. You know, I didn't do that because, you know, they really don't want you to know what they actually did, you know. But I'm like, how is it that all of y'all made this decision? And they're coming at me with, you know, I need to go and do this for them. You know, so it still was a sense of an entitlement. And you know what? And, and we, that sense of entitlement at uh, some level has to be okay when you think about this hierarchy because, you know, I, you want men to have that sense of not entitlement, but a sense of responsibility and, and to think that they have got to do more. You want that to be in place, you know, which is why I am, I'm so disturbed by, um, this retaliation that's going on now as it comes to, and some people are still describing it as chivalry. They love to say that chivalry is dead. But this, there's a retaliation, um, whether it's macro or micro, there's some aggression going on between men and women simply because women are more and more speaking out about wanting to be safe in this world and wanting opportunity and wanting to be equal. You know, and we, we still are facing retaliation just for being equal. Well, let me just tell you, you know, um, equal pay for equal work. You know, um, you don't want women to get equal pay, but you still want women to do equal work or whether you want women, women to do equal work or not, they're having to do the equal work, right? They're having to go out of the house and put in 40, 60, 80 hours a week 
and, and, and bring that home and, and let that be ha- still half, you know, if not, if not a little bit more than half, you know. So we need to have some discussion on that and we need to talk about that. Um, and, and, and we need to be able to talk about it in the sense of not worrying about because we keep having a discussion, but we still come into the discussion and coming to the table, having these discussions. So worrying about what others are thinking and what others are saying and how we look to this and how we look to that. We can't fix it because we're worried about what, what society, assimilation, what is it going to mean to assimilation? What is it going to mean to be in, isolate, be in isolation? What does it mean as it relates to covering? So those are the three things. I know I started out talking about, I'm looking at the list. I started out talking about your gut because, you know, when you go into isolate, assimilation settings, you oftentimes have to go against your gut. And all those things that churn within your gut and you have to suppress all of that in order to be at this table to get in most of the time to get this check because that has to do with your survival and you have to make some decisions. So when I watched that, that interview, that one-on-one today, which I think it happened sometime over the week, um, with, with Tamron Hall, you know, talking about her journey and all that she had to face, you know, just trying to, uh, and she talked about. Um, that she was all she had to fall back on. You know, she was her, she was her, her, her backup plan. Right. And, uh, and the decisions, you know, you don't want to get to a point where you can't sit well with your decisions. And there are too many people in this world right now. The, the man who supposedly committed suicide, Epstein can't sit well with his decisions, had a whole lot of entitlement, if you will, cost may have cost a whole lot of pain. We, I don't know if we still at the point of saying allegedly with all these unsealed documents, you know, here is this man billionaire, uh, lived on a block with a number of predators. Okay. And we can, we can name them. He lived, lived on the block. We, we kept saying, you know, man, these, I, these quote unquote isolated cases. No, they're not isolated. They're assimilated, right? They're covering, right? So let me see. Uh, one comment says, "Ice is saying, black men have never had the ability to be anonymous. Our color will always make us conspicuous." And but you know what? And then when we talk about this thing with black men, because when I look back over over history and over time, you know, we have had some time where we were able to come back into our communities, right? There was a time, like, even like, like right now, it's hard to say, I know here in Atlanta, it's, it's hard to say in many places, like, oh, you know, there's the black community here, black community. No, it's like, that's the black block. You know, the black community is, there's nowhere now today, especially with, with, um, I know people love to talk a lot about gentrification, but there, because, because of the recession, a lot of communities, you know, there was a lot of flight that wasn't a lot, that wasn't able to happen. Right. So there's a lot of communities that were kind of arrested in their development, right. Arrested in their flight. There was, um, some integration, some integration happened and people weren't able to get flown that flew. What they say? Flewed out. Right. They weren't able to flight. They weren't able to leave. And so a lot of the diversity that had, that happened over the past, um, two decades, if you will, uh, of this thing, of this recession that we were in, uh, a lot of diversity is there simply because, you know, people couldn't get away from each other. Right. And so there are some communities that were kind of forced integration and people may do and but they came to realize like, wait, 
we're, we're, uh, there's not a lot of difference between us. We are a lot of the same. So there's a lot that came out of it. And me as a, as a blogger, as somebody who wanted to give voice to uh, Atlanta and then particularly to the black community, you know, I had the Atlanta side, which was, you know, encompassed pretty much everything Atlanta. Oftentimes I had to choose a box, you know, they can't like, no, you can't be, you know, a black blog. You can't, it's like, you're black, your blog has to be black, you know, or you're a woman, your blog has to be for females. And, you know, and it's like, no, I just write, you know, but you can't necessarily in this genre, just say that, you know? Um, but because of where we have been over this past decade, uh, I was able to experience what it is, what it is to be in certain to, to be going back to Tim Rawls, how much to really be myself and have everybody just simply understand that if there was ever a time, and I know that president stole this, but if there ever was a time that I think America was close to greatness, can I say that if there ever was a time America was close to greatness, I would say it was, and I hate, I don't want to say I hate to say it. It had to be during the Barack Obama years, the Obama administration, right? The Obama era, because it was during that time, whereas while a lot of our society was forced um, to, to, to cohabitate, if you will, for lack of a better word, um, I know I myself, because in, I, I was thinking the other day when I was thinking about dryer buzz, you know, very early on in the stages of dryer buzz and, and the uh, a- anonymity that you had online, you know, because I didn't have to come online and say that dryer buzz was Yolanda or Yolanda was dryer buzz. It was simply just dryer buzz and you took it at face value. And really there was no, it wasn't my face. It was, you know, the face of the, those uh, whose story I was telling. And because I was open to telling all stories, it was what it was. And so then came Facebook telling everybody they had to come out of the shadows. And it's not that I was in the shadows in any sense of the word. Um, but I think when Facebook did something bad to the world, um, and I know, you know, as some, somewhere in the slither of Mark Zuckerberg, you know, he can disguise it as he wanted to do something good, but you know, and, and there are those who have come along and have made it, a place of good. Um, but you know, it, in some sense, I don't think that I would, I don't know. Cause when I leave, when I go over to Twitter, I just feel so much better. <laughs> and I know I'm live on, I'm live on, I'm, I'm, I'm live in, on, well, it, this is going to end up the better part of this is going to end when it goes to the other platforms, we're going to truly get the essence of the better of it. Um, it's just Facebook is that place. It has always been that prison. It's always been that place that had the walls and the barriers and so forth. And in, in compartmentalizing us based on, you know, a number of things and LinkedIn as well, you know, and all those kinds of things. But, uh, I'm, I'm so thankful to, to Twitter because I think what I am talking about and what I'm trying to describe and what literally got me out of bed over the past decade was the ability to express myself and how much I was able to be myself. But not only that, how much I was able to see the true side of others. And for me, that is what, and I'm going to use the, the generic term of social media, but it really wasn't social media. It really was Twitter. Uh, and if they have not figured out that's what they have been to the world, hopefully one day they will figure that out. But it is because it is because of Twitter that 
everybody has been able to be themselves and say who they are so that we can identify, okay, I don't want to do that. I want to deal with that person. You know, I don't want to do that. Or because of, and this is what I have to deal with every day. People have to say to me, well, you know, because I have to have, because of how I have to assimilate, you know, I can only um, engage in this with you, with your content in this or that manner. I remember there was there was a hotel here in Atlanta, and they were looking for um, to some out some engagement, you know. And I sent a little email, and man, that note came back so fast. I was like, do they even have time to open the email? You know, it was like no. <laughs> You know, and then you and then you get to see all the other the 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 others who who've assimilated, not isolated, and 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 are covering those who assimilated and are covering. You know, they were escorted right on in. You know, and and like, well, dang, you know, okay, fine, um, but that's that's just where we are. It still comes back to your gut, right? It still comes back to your gut, your gut, and and this is human nature. The way human nature is, I mean, your gut is telling you this. I don't have to go on here and podcast and tell you. I don't have to go on here and tell you how to get out of bed. Your gut is telling you to get out of that bed. Your gut, even if your gut is telling you to stay in bed, because let me tell you, some, yesterday, it might have been the day to just stay put. Sometimes it is to stay put. Right now, I'm on here doing this podcast. I'm sitting on my bed doing this doing this podcast, you know. Imagine if I said, okay, I'm not going to do that podcast. Even though my gut was like, go live, go live, go live. Suppose I'd ignored that and went out and did this, that, and the other, you know. Uh, maybe I'd have entered into a conversation elsewhere, and that conversation could have gone wrong. You know, that person not being able to temper the conversation and so forth. There's somebody going to hear something on here, and they're not able to process it. They're not able to temper it simply because I've, I've mentioned uh, certain genres. I've mentioned certain demographics. I've mentioned, well, I guess we can stop right there, right? And that's what it is. It's just simply demographics. There are those that will take those demographics and do harmful things with it, there are those that will say, okay, that's just the truth of life, and everybody is entitled to live, right? When we get to the point, and I wish everybody, everybody's gut simply told them to just live and let live. Y'all were not, when I talk about <laughs> to conversations I'm privy to, truth has no objective, e.g. color, gender, financial status, exactly. And, and I'm, I'm right now trying to figure out, I had a conversation last night, 2 a.m. in the morning with a very intoxicated, you know, when I say intoxicated, what do they say? Intoxication is a truth serum. 2 a.m. in the morning, I had a conversation with a very intoxicated, by all definitions, white male. Um, and and I, I decided I was not about to be his divine intervention. <laughs> and even decided not to be his divine intervention, I still was his divine intervention because he ended the conversation with saying, I love you. And I'm like, where the hell did that come from? Because you started a whole other place, right? I'm telling you, y'all, y'all don't know my life. I know you think I share it all. I'm some of the stuff on there. I'm I am full on censor. I am full on censor. And you're like, what? I'm telling y'all, go down my timeline. I am full on. You do not see it all. And I'm still trying to figure out how to formulate this conversation because I have to say it. I'm going to put it. In fact, I'm going to say it when I do my Buzz It or Bash It podcast because this is a Buzz It or Bash It. It's a binge it or cringe it. 
is what it is. And I can't do that on, on how to get out of bed. I can't go into this on how to get out of bed. But when I tell you how, because I have said to, said to the universe, I want to be that storyteller. I want to know these stories. Lord, these stories end up um, in my lap. They end up at my doorstep. And they're going to dig on where I end up on my blog. I have got to talk about how I met a self-described redneck at 2 o'clock beyond 2 a.m. in the morning. And his last words being, I love you. <laughs> and I'm like, only because I, I'm like, dude, you're not feeding me that BS. I'm like, you know. And, uh, and, but there's some things, there's, y'all, this is a world and it's a beautiful world and be thankful for those that have decided to be who they are supposed to be in it. And I, and, and be thankful for there are those who have decided that they are not going to be who they're supposed to be in it because it is those decisions that continue, that keep us continuing to have the days that we have. And I know some of those days are dark and are full of sorrow, but more of those days. And if I have to be the one to remind you that we have more days that are not dark and we have more days that are not full of sorrow. We have more days that we can get beyond the depression. We have more days that we can get beyond the anxiety. You know, I know me, I, I, I have to function on a nine day cycle and three of those days hurt me to my core. But I have to say each and every time, okay, I'm gonna, I'm going to wait one more day. You know, I, I know tomorrow's not here, but thank God I made it through yesterday. If only I have today to do it, right? Um, just, remind, just be mindful. There are those that will bring harm. There are those that will bring pain, but there are more people that won't. There are more people that will impede that person that's trying to impede your progress. There are more, there are more cops out there who are, keeping, who are keeping us safe from the bad cops than they are criminals. I'm telling you, because those are the ones that, that put on the same uniform, show up at the same roll call, same precincts. They know who they are. You know, uh, and, but they have, they have to deal with assimilation, isolation, covering. They have to deal with what's going on in their gut. They have to deal with their system procrastination. They have to become divine intervention. And some of them have to go about their day praying about tomorrow so that yesterday was not our last day. There are a lot of us that are doing that, y'all. He probably loves you because you are one of the few who have ever given him um, truth. Exactly. Exactly. Because I'm like, I'm, I, I, I was not about to be about it. I, was not about, I, was, I wasn't going to be about it that day, yet yesterday. So how I act, how I engage with him on yesterday, we both have a today and can look forward to it tomorrow. Right? Sometimes you just have to be that person. Sometimes you just have to be that person. And guess what? Those choices and those decisions happen every second of the day. Choices come at us so fast, y'all. We make them every day, all day long. You know? So if for those of you that came across this because you could not get out of bed, it's okay. What's going on with you right now is about to be your yesterday. It's about to be, today is about to be yesterday. It, what do you want from it? What do you want out of it? What do you want to remember about it? 
you know. I'm so glad I, I let my gut guide me to go have, because I feel good today because I had a great vegetable meal yesterday. Shout out to Burke's Grill. Let me shout them out. Um, Burke's Grill is where I went to have uh, that vegetable plate, and I'm sitting here thinking, man, I really want some of those lima beans, and I don't even know if they're open today. I got to check, because I, I, I think a lot of places aren't open on Mondays, but they may be open on Sundays. Um, I'm so glad that my gut led me to go to my cousin's house, because I did not know about the cookout, and so I got a chance to do that. I'm so glad that my gut uh, kept me from getting on the road earlier because I could have been um, in that accident. And I'm so glad that little bit of gut and procrastination turned into a divine intervention. And I spent a few moments praying, praying about tomorrow. And today I sit and have a wonderful yesterday. I'm, I'm so thankful that I chose isolation versus assimilation, and I don't have to worry about covering, right? I don't have to worry about covering. Except come Monday, I've got to figure out what to put on this resume so that I don't scare a whole lot of people and, uh, and I get a chance to go back into the, the workforce and, um, or an opportunity, what, what opportunities lie ahead. But that's something I get to be excited about. Uh, I'm going to ask you guys to do me a couple things. First and foremost, uh, I want to let you know that, you know, I could not do these How to Get Out of Bed podcasts uh, without some support. And we are headed into another month. And so I want to thank uh, Eyelash Her. I also want to thank uh, DLeeInspires.com. And I also want to thank Natural Soap by Zakia.com, all of which have continue to support our podcast if you feel like like if you heard this one and it was one of the first you're like wait where's everything else you got to go to dryerbus.com if you go to dryerbus.com rather than trying to run around all these different places on social media trying to find it especially the number of podcast platforms that we are on You'll get these little gentle reminders if you go to dryerbus.com and subscribe. All we want is your email address, and you'll get an email periodically through the week, and it'll let you know what content we have posted in case you miss it. Or if there's something that you know we've said and, and we've said and said or done uh, over the past week or the past month or the past 17 years, um, and you're looking for it, and you're like, I know they have this, I know they have that. Um, it's probably archived in your email and it will be starting today. If you go and subscribe, guess what your tomorrow will bring <laughs> your email and it'll give you not only this podcast or the podcast we've done over the last couple of days. And I think the email, uh, is an automated email that you'll get, which will include about two to three days of our content and let you know what we have, what we have posted. And you could just Hang out in your email, you know, in your isolated area. Uh, t- cut out all that other noise and just enjoy some great stuff. All right, I'm so glad I decided to do a How to Get Out of Bed. I do need to come back and do a buzz or a bash because we got a number of things we can talk about. But I may do that later on in the day. Uh, but let me tell you about the podcast too and then we'll go. Buzz it or bash it uh, is where we expound on some of the content that we have scrolled and trolled on our timeline. Uh, that it happens periodically. Um, um, we normally have, I did do one on Saturday, so you do have one out there and I think it's going to rotate maybe every other day. How to get out of bed is a daily. We do that seven days a week. If I'm blessed with a day, you get a podcast. So that's what we talk about how to get out of bed. And it's a journaling moment. Um, we did a 90 episode series that's 
uh, coming up this fall in a in a book and journal form. Um, and then we decided. Um, well, I got I got hell, I became hella depressed when I stopped doing them. I'm like, I need something to wake up to. I need something to be excited about each day. And I'm like, you know what? Okay, go ahead, do book two. Start. We call it book two, but we don't know what it is. We're just doing it, right? Uh, so book two. And then uh, on Tuesdays, on Tuesdays, and I love the fact that we're doing this on Tuesdays because somewhere somebody's got to go vote on a Tuesday. Um, but leading women, I'm so proud of leading women. And I wear a dual hat there, kind of a producer as well as a co-host with Angela Stalkup. And Angela and I, our paths have crossed so much over the years uh, as we were um, both leading women in our perspective demographics and genres, as well as um, we know so many amazing women who are leading women on this journey of being woman. And so on Tuesdays, uh, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at this time, uh, we go live in, in an, a live environment, and then that too turns into an awesome and amazing podcast. And we try to give you a good 30 to 45 minutes to an hour, depending on all the things that have happened, that is happening, and we try to let you know what's going to happen. Uh, and that's, what, that's how we differ from news. You know, news is things that has happened. We at Dryer Buzz, we try to tell you what has happened, what is happening, and what's about to happen, okay? So a lot of the stuff, that's why you come up to me and say, Dryer Buzz, remember when you said, yeah, that's the reason I said it, because there's a lot of things that happen that you need a heads up on. All right, so I'm going to go and find, I'm going to probably roll into the city because I know it's Sunday, even though I want to do something meatless, you know, it's barbecue day. I'm like, you know what? So I need to go and do something. On that uh, barbecue tip. All right, guys, I am out. Let me see. And there's my low battery warning. So let me see what else I need to do on here. If I got any other notes, any other thing in the journal. Our journal today says gut procrastination, uh, divine intervention, praying tomorrow, yesterday, assimilation, isolation, and covering. Uh, figure out where you are in this journey of ours. All right. And shout out again, Tamara Hall. Tamara Hall, thanks for the great takeaways in her one-on-one this weekend. Don't forget, her show is coming to daytime television uh, September 9th, 9-9-19. We're going to talk about it on Leading Women coming up uh, as well. All right, let me make sure, let me check, double-check comments, make sure I got everybody. Congratulations, Mrs. Yolanda DeBomb. Blessings to you and yours. Thank you so much, Black Ice Top Commenter, on this podcast you can be the top commenter on the next podcast all you got to do is go to dryerbuzz.com and subscribe that's drivers here i'll tell you do this for me go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on twitter instagram and facebook it's all about the buzz yeah.